0: Let, let's briefly step back to an earlier point. There was uh, something you said that newbies to this who are having legitimate experiences uh, let's talk briefly about those types of experiences. Let's say they're having uh, like my cousin Debbie, she had the visions, the dead people coming to her and we this isn't the first medium we ran into who didn't know she was a medium by the way I should that's true yeah. so that, and it was fascinating um but uh so where does this person go is there a safe person or a safe place or a safe organization for these people to go to and say I think this is it and they can get evaluated for lack of a better term
1: well I think with anything I mean y- you have to always weigh what is happening and the reality of it I have seen people in real psychosis think that they're having a spiritual awakening and they're not. They, you know, they literally have a chemical imbalance that they need medication for. Um, The people I'm talking to and about are people who, if they really take a moment and look back when they were kids, they were having experiences all over the place. They may or may not remember everything, But for the most part, if they're going to hearken back, they're going to think, oh, yeah, you know, I did get these feelings when I was a kid, or I did see this and that when I was a kid. And then it kind of stopped and now it's starting up again. There are tons of different resources, but be mindful of who you're listening to. So make sure that whoever it is that you're choosing to listen to, make sure that they resonate with you. You know, I'm not for everyone.
0: Sorry, what do you mean by resonate specifically? Meaning that they hit your spirit
1: and that you're drawn and you're attracted to them. Um, Not physically, but the information that they're giving out. And then evaluate, is this healthy? Are the things that they are saying making me feel better? Or are they putting me more into isolation? Because there are a lot of people out there, like I said, peddling fear. They're peddling, oh, when you wake up spiritually, you lose all your friends, your whole family, everyone thinks you're crazy, and and all these things. And it doesn't have to be like that. I have an entire playlist that I made of just audios for people going through spiritual awakenings from when you're just waking up all the way into the point when you're really, really developing it. And I did that in a happier state because I had to do something to contradict what all this horribleness was online that I was hearing. It was just, it was so much and it was upsetting me. And I feel like with the small amount that i'm on the internet i could only imagine people who are on the internet way much more than i am are hearing
0: yeah i understand i wish i could be the voice of reason for a lot of things because i mean go hearkening going back to what you're saying about tv shows and how they were ticking you off um and you did clue me into that oh my god she's right um I got more and more <laughs> angry at these, these TV ghost hunters who kept pushing the envelope and then taking it too far, yeah. way too far. And, uh, so much to the point that where they were just behaving dangerously. I mean, I, I, for instance, in a situation where I'm invited into a home to investigate and I see a Ouija board, I, back out (laughs) and stop i get jj i say i say what's going on i see a ouija board are we in danger that type of thing i'm not expecting things to go flying across the room at all it has happened before but it Mm -hmm. was it was like a one-off that well, no that's not true at all but anyway um with
1: that being said i mean we we've talked about this i i get that there are things that are made for tv in order to be um
0: just for entertainment value but at the same time if you're passing yourself off as a reality show yes and you're act and you're making everything up or providing an example that is less than you know appropriate I mean,
1: well, and you uh, again, we come down to the responsibility of the information that we're giving, right. If you know, and and I lectured you about this and we did an episode on my channel about this as yes. well of the fact of why I think it is so necessary. If you are going to be a paranormal investigator, you need to have a psychic or a cleaner on your team. Yep. No if ands or buts. It would be like going to the doctor's office and just having a whole bunch of nurses there, but no one who can actually diagnose you and write the prescription.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. And uh, and
1: that's not a knock to nurses. I mean, I love y'all. you all. You usually know what's going on. And a lot of right. paranormal investigators do. They can kind of sense what's going on. But if you can't write the prescription, you can't help the people out. What good are you doing? Great. You went in there. You got some evidence. You have it on tape. You can put it wherever you want. But those poor people are probably more scared now living in their house. Now that you've confirmed they have whatever it is that you confirm they have.
0: Exactly. Validation only goes so far. It doesn't solve the issue. Sometimes
1: validation makes it worse. Don't you think?
0: uh, Well, because they stir it up. And they get repeat calls. I've seen that happen in several different shows, and not only on shows, but in real and with other investigation teams.
1: And we've had that. We, we had a, a, a friend of ours and another team who actually got called back three times and their entire team broke up because they yep. refused to go in with proper people who could actually protect and help the situation. And they were warned in advance right. not to go there and they did right. anyway. Exactly. But, I mean, I honestly care about people. So when I see these people and they're on TV and I'm not naming specific names deliberately, right. but you know, there's a few in particular. I know I've told you about, I don't know these people from Adam. I don't know if they're wonderful people in real life or not. They're TV figures to me, but I honest to God, care about them because I know what spiritual backlash that behavior is going to do and then Mm -hmm. even furthermore when I think about they're teaching a whole younger generation. And let's face it, I was a teenager. I did all sorts of stupid stuff when I was a teenager. Dear God, <laughs> didn't we? If were all? To do an episode on that, that would have to be heavily redacted and edited. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I did a lot of really dumb stuff in retrospect, right? And it was because I saw it on TV, sounded like a cool idea at the time, story of my life, you know, and good things, right. and bad things happen. But I was also trained how to get myself out and I had resources. Most people don't. And so if you're putting this stuff out there and you've got a whole bunch of teenagers going to cemeteries, God forbid, one of them is slightly have medium tendencies and now they're being plagued and then they end up in an insane asylum, you know, by the time they're 18 because they think they've gone mad when in reality they just have abilities and, and it was too much.
0: That's right. I, uh, I'm i aware of a, uh, an acquaintance, I'm going to call him a friend, in high school. He, uh, he, it happened uh, over Christmas break, of all things. He was he, just metalhead anyway. Uh, nothing wrong with metal. I like metal too. But, um, metalhead to the max liked, uh, liked everything hardcore, you know, heavy chunking guitars, the whole thing. Into the culture too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, dressed a certain way and had the long hair this is back in like the early or late night 80s so not to date myself <laughs> <but> that's okay <laughs> but that's okay so uh so christmas break come back we come back from christmas break rather i can talk i promise um it works. The, thank you and <laughs> and uh he like. Whatever he was into culturally, music wise, he kicked it up to like, not only 11, he would past 11 and went up to 12 man. Oh, No, and it was dark and heavy. And he was, he'd stand up in the middle of class and start ch- cursing out the teacher for no reason. It's like, you're, you're teaching us lies. Yada, yada. I mean, just, I mean, it just come out of the blue. Like we were discussing, uh, i remember in English class, we we're talking about Steinbeck <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> and and so you're preaching lies. Blah, 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 just starts losing his mind, tossing desks and chairs, and walks out of the room. uh He was later. It just happened like three times, uh, despite disciplinary actions. And he was later clinically diagnosed as being possessed. I first instance <laughs> I ever heard of that ever. Clinically, it does happen. Yeah. It does
1: happen, and and you know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not mm. advising anyone that I am, but there have been times where I've seen people, one in particular, I'm thinking of right now, that this person did have a chemical imbalance in their yeah. brain. It had been there since they were like four or five years old that they can remember. Um, they refused to go on medication, but they self medicated with a whole bunch of illegal substances during their teenage years. And when they hit their twenties and thirties, that spiritual web was gone. It was shattered. And I mean, I would literally stand watching this person and the things going in and out of them were atrocious to the point where I had to physically remove myself from their presence because they wanted nothing to do to make it better. They knew it was happening. It was absolutely awful. But at the same time, I mean, this is why protecting yourself spiritually is important. And I understand there are recreational things that people want to do. I get it. I don't do it for myself because no, thank you. I don't need to add any more fuel to my bonfire. But (laughs) that being said, at least, you know, know what it is that you're playing with. And the teenage years, like I said, it's so important to have that balance because if kids are, and kids are, they're, they're curious, they're going to want to check things out and see what Ouija boards are all about. And no. there are safe ways to play with the Ouija board. I know you don't agree with me, but there are safe ways to do that.
0: I believe that you're right. There are safe ways, but I've never seen the practice <laughs>
1: okay well you know and that's fine i mean we we do have differing opinions on certain things and that's okay just because you played with the ouija board once doesn't mean you know you're gonna be possessed later in life that's my assessment but that being said i mean i'm just thinking of that poor guy and probably what he called in himself
0: yeah i don't know what what happened over christmas vacation man but he came back like he, he was always kind of a wild guy but at when he came back he like i said that dial went from 10 to 12 i mean he, he yeah. skipped 11 altogether and just went dark side in the big bad way
1: no i pray he's okay uh,
0: i do as well i i don't know what happened to him but uh i do but hope there he's also
1: okay. are there also are people who literally choose that they want to invoke those things and then they want to play with them Usually, things go rearing out of control very quickly. Oh, yeah. But not all the time. Sometimes I've seen people who have made their choice later in life to keep that entity with them and they play nice in the sandbox together. Now, obviously, you know, different choices, different folks. Right. I know them. I know what they do. We have hard boundary lines. You don't mess with me. I don't mess with you. You made your choice. That's fine. I've made mine. Um, and as long as there's mutual respect, I have no problem with whatever path anyone decides to take. But that being said, you know, be well-versed in what it is that you're invoking or calling forth before you just start messing around with things you don't understand well i think that's no my my pitch Mm -hmm. on
0: that oh yeah (laughs) well i think that's exactly what happened with this guy uh i think that's exactly what happened he chose to i don't know practice a ritual it's a guess i really don't know but uh i think that's
1: sprinkled on with some trauma and things happening at home yes i think all of that makes for you know someone who wants control and sometimes people think the only way they can control things is to go to the dark and that's really really sad yeah because everything they've been taught about the light comes under the auspice of you know heavy religion or in some negative manner to them. And like I said, that's why there's different choices.
0: Let's briefly touch on the other side of, yes, you have discovered that you have an ability or honeycomb of abilities such as yourself. Uh, Do you, do you immediately go out and start practicing? Or I think you touched on this, but I'd like a, a clearer answer, I guess. Do you immediately go out and start practicing and make and in a little cash? Maybe your side hustle. Who knows? Or are you supposed to? I guess that's the word I'm looking for. I I I I loosely use the word supposed to find a group or or uh, uh, I I don't know what you call your circle. Uh, you're a circle. Okay, a circle of people that you're comfortable with and have the similar beliefs and so on and so forth.
1: Everyone is different. Everyone is unique, just like everyone else. (laughs) Yeah. I know I say that with some laughter, but it is true. So, you know, there are going to be a lot of people who wake up and they have abilities and they are never going to do anything mainstream with them. You're never going to make money off of it. You're maybe going to help one or two people plus yourself in your entire life. That's it. You just have this kind of cool extra thing that you're able to tap into every once in a while. Some people are going to open and immediately they're going for the cash flow. There's going to be people who need to find their circle or find their tribe, find their clan in order just to have other people that they can talk to about this. It can be a really lonely space and I can I can attest to that. I have a ton of people in my life to this day who have no clue about this side of me. Yeah. Wow. I know that's, and
0: that's saying something.
1: It, it is. And like I said, we all have day jobs. Yep. You know, this is, this is part of the reason why I've made it just about the information that I'm giving because I don't really want to be a celebrity on this. This isn't about me. This is about the information. I've amassed years of all this wonderful information. And what good am I doing if I'm not sharing it with the world, right? right. In some capacity, shape, or form. Now, that being said, if you're you know, just having a spiritual awakening, do I recommend that you go online immediately and start shouting out to the world your every single thought and what's going through. I know there have been people who have done that. I'm sure it's helpful to somebody out there who associates with it. This is all the reason why we like different types of music, but I would take some time and really, really work with it before you just immediately think you have a quote unquote job to do people who are called for specific jobs know and they just do them there is no like lead up
0: very well put i i enjoy that uh there's um also would you be willing to say that folks like you folks like me can actually kind of be a sounding board if if required
1: a thousand percent, Tim. I mean this is why I'm a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not doing this for my good looks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Neither am I. That's why I'm on radio.
1: <laughs> no one knows what we look
0: like. It's great.
1: Um But, you know, to be honest, this is why I created my YouTube channel. This is why I worked with you in order to, you know, have you on mine. And thank you for having me on yours. Oh, my pleasure. I mean, originally we were going to do this together. It's kind of funny how it's taken its own turn and it's worked out. (laughs) Yeah. And I love it because, again, Spirit, Spirit had plans for us, sweetie, that, like, both you and I were very confused about yep, and the true. timeline and everything, but everything is manifested so absolutely perfectly. And I, I every day I see more and more why it's happening now, instead of when we were trying to do it.
0: All the ways of the universe. So let, let's wrap things up then JJ. Uh, first off, I want to thank you uh, for coming on the show. And also I want to thank you for being in my life. I think you, uh,
1: Are you gonna make me cry? Oh,
0: it's true though, JJ. Are you make me
1: cry, no, huh? Gonna... That's like everyone's goal now. <laughs> make JJ cry. I love you. I love and you and I too. feel the exact same. I'm so grateful that this wild, wild world brought us together.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It sure did. In the in the craziest way too. Our first case Absolutely. together, in case those for those of you who don't know, was dealing with a, a young individual who dabbled in Satanism. <laughs> Holy. And uh, something dark followed her all the way out to California. But uh, that's a t- story for another time. The. <laughs> oh, that was a rocker. <laughs> that thing yeah. was amazing. Uh, just an intense case. But um, you, I. When. Briefly going back to. While it's not on topic with psychi- psychicism, I do want to uh, reiterate what JJ mentioned about having a cleaner or a psychic or someone in the in that vein on your team who yeah. can provide protection. Because when Henry and I, who's no longer with us, when Henry and I were doing it by ourselves, we were very, very lucky that nothing serious attached to us. Very lucky. Oh, yeah. Very, very lucky. And we told JJ about our past cases prior to that happening, prior to her coming on board. And uh, it was... I mean, the her eyes bugged out. <laughs> that's like, you're kidding me. Really? Yeah. Because she, she scanned us both, and she does that in every case, but she scanned us both, and she says, yeah, you know, picked up a couple of her, uh, what she calls oogly booglies, and that's about it. We were pretty clean otherwise, if I remember correctly.
1: And blessedly so. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah, because you guys had, had gone to some pretty... You guys have done some pretty dumb stuff in my opinion. I love you both dearly. And you know that. But um no, I agree yes, with you. Especially... I a hundred
0: percent agree with you. That was stupid yeah. of us not to have that protection in place.
1: It was. I mean, and you guys really didn't even know how to do the protection yourselves. I don't because remember, that was one of the first things I taught you guys is hey, I'm gonna do this for you, but I'm teaching you, and you're gonna also learn how to do this as well. Right. Um And, you know, I I do tether because I am so protective. I probably do a lot more than your average, you know, psychic or cleaner does in the situations. But then again, Tim, you and I are never called Mm -hmm. to normal situations. We don't get the little like, oh, I saw a ghost one time in the house. Like, no, No. we get straight on. the poor girl who was almost sacrificed to a satanic cult. Oh my God. Plus the boyfriend who had had that childhood attachment to him who tried to almost punch me outside when I was removing that. Oh yeah. And
0: then, yeah. Oh, that was crazy. And that was all
1: in the same house. Mind you, that was the first case. Okay. That was the first case
0: with JJ. Yeah.
1: So, so you guys can understand out there. I loved him. Like, honestly, we, we really are. He's, friend family he's all of that to me and we get along so well and thankfully so but this man has never ever ever like allowed me to get in on the shallow end and slowly wade in he just immediately pushes (laughs) me right in the deep end (laughs) in the middle of the ocean (laughs) like swim for yourself (laughs) and i love you for it and i kind of already knew when i signed up to do this work like spirit's not gonna take me to like the small stuff right? right because that's just how my life has always been but yeah for for us being paranormal investigators i have to say we have done some insane stuff we have i mean even the last one that we worked on which i know we're not fully talking about yet right that's it's
0: like, a semi-secret but oh my the, god oh, the end of the night really lit up
1: well, yeah, yeah, and we're driving away from that, and I just looked at you and I was like, "Really? Like, really? Did that just really happened?"
0: Oh man, like, yeah, it was. That was a great case. It was dead for. I mean, we had nothing for so, long. and then at the end, bam! It all hit. Yes, everything just, just like an avalanche fell in on us, uh, metaphysically speaking, or yes, or paranormally uh, speaking.
1: You know, I, I honestly, I say this with love it's, it's something that I've noticed my entire life. You know, I, I tend to kind of come in when people need me. I tend to be a catalyst. I'm so glad that I found you and that we've had this awesome friendship and being able to do this and morph this over so many different ways. And hopefully we'll be able to help more people. I know the episode that you and I did on my channel helped a lot of people.
0: Oh, that's excellent. I know I was a
1: little preachy, but again it's because i really think that if you're a paranormal investigator you have to have someone with the sixth sense on the team it doesn't make sense if if you're not and you're also not doing any service to yourself or to whoever it is that you're investigating
0: right i you hit the nail on the head um the goal is to help people, and yes, you can have you can bring all the tech you want and do this walk through and capture everything you need. But that psychic is going to guide you to the proper conclusion. That's going to be beneficial for everybody. At least that's that's what I would hope.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you and I have a, a running joke. If you ever <laughs> see me running like the bomb squad, if I'm running, follow me.
0: <laughs> yes, we we told our clients that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like okay, we, have. If we bug out and eh, you better be right on our heels. That that's all there is to it cuz something and crooked is going on.
1: Like if I'm running, we've got a problem, Houston.
0: <laughs> for sure, for sure. Let's brief, let's talk about the wall. You might know what I'm talking about. You walk into a place excellent excellent choice nice Nice reference Uh, i applaud that i have an applause button here somewhere there we go there we go um the um when you walk into a space especially if you're investigating or you're going into it fresh and you're kind of trepidatious anyway but you walk to you cross the threshold of a given space that's supposed to be haunted and you hit that wall So, like oh something is off when your first case with this was exactly like that is oh, is that okay. is that psychic impression or is that environmental in your
1: oh, that's kind of difficult to answer it's a little bit of both okay um you know partially it's the environmental energetic bubble okay of where that thing goes out to because I have had places where the house itself is where all the activity quote unquote is being demonstrated. Yeah. But yet I can feel it five blocks away.
0: Oh crazy. Because
1: the energetic, you know, force field, whatever you want to call it, goes out that far. Okay. Um it's also difficult with me because as you know, I tend to kind of zero in on things. Yeah. And I tend to always be a couple minutes ahead of everyone else. So
0: it's true. It's so true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's also very confusing in life once in a while as well. So, um, you know, if if I'm a couple minutes ahead of everyone else even though I'm sitting right next to you, I'm tuning into something before we're physically there. Um, which also I usually do just for protection in order to kind of remote view the place, to see kind of what's going on so that I can have proper tools, but also make sure that we're doing at a time or a date or whatever that is going to be beneficial to us and to the client. Um, That being said, there, you know, this is a lot of the reason why they put iron around graveyards is because there was an old belief that the spirits couldn't pass through the iron. So that's why graveyards always had iron fences and things. Um, There's a lot of old lore that if you look into it, there are reasons why things were done that people just don't question anymore. But I've been seeing lately these open cemeteries where there's no fencing around it at all. It's just, I mean, there's literally this one I can see it in my mind's eye. You kind of crest over this little hill. It's in the middle of a neighborhood. And all of a sudden you drive by and it's just like an open field of graves.
0: It's a park with graves in it, basically.
1: Pretty much. Wow. I mean, like, I see people letting their dogs run through it. Obviously, the dogs are trying to get through there very quickly. But
0: did you just throw the ball over by Mr. Wilson again? Oh, man.
1: Yeah. But that being said, I mean, I have been to a lot of cemeteries, oddly. I don't (laughs) know why, but I have. Yeah. And not all of them are supremely haunted. I mean, I've been to some where it's very active. There's a lot of people there, but there's also physical people they're visiting. Um, right. I've been to a few that they're older and, you know, there's not many people were freshly um, buried there. We'll put it that way. <laughs> and they're, you know, once in a while, I'll maybe see one energetic, you know, kind of hanging around. But like... dead people aren't just hanging out, is what I'd like to say about this. You can edit all the rest of that out, but the meat and bones of it is that dead people are not just hanging around watching your every single move. If that were the case, I'm never dying because that is absolutely boring. I refuse to cross over, be completely unveiled and then have to hang out and watch you guys like do menial tasks all day. Like, great. That's what I lived all those years doing as well. <laughs> Either that or someone's going to get like a really clean house because I would be that ghost who's just tidying everything up. So
0: <laughs> We'll have to get uh, together on a separate uh, episode and talk about each other's ghost stories.
1: Ooh, that sounds fun yeah
0: that'll that'll be next i think um so let's wrap it up okay ladies and gentlemen this has been jj rose 777 she has her own youtube channel and you should check it out especially if you're entering into the psychic field of work uh jj would you like to give them your information
1: My name is JJ Rose 777. I'm sure Tim will have my link to my channel in his show notes and description. Correct. And I will also have this on my channel as I can link channels and so can he because we work together so much. So I'm sure you might be hearing more of me in the future. Oh,
0: I intend to. I intend to have (laughs) you on often. Um,
1: Good. I get to see my buddy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: absolutely well okay so we'll um we'll call that a show and thank you once again for coming on thank you okay